Welcome, everybody, to the Patty G Show. I am your host, Patty G, here with Kate and Nick from Piro and Co. We're going to hear about their story getting started, where they're at now. Also, the dual life of the entrepreneur, as many people I'm sure are familiar with, running a nine to five and also running their startup and getting things off the ground. So, Nick and Kate, thank you all so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you yeah, for having us. Thank you, Patty G. You, Can I call you Patty G? Absolutely. You can call me Pat, Pat, any, anything but Pat. Not my, oh, my, my okay. mom is Patrice, and she went by Pat. Oh. And so I'm like, don't call me Pat. Anything okay. but Pat, because my mom's name is Pat. Anytime I hear that, I'm like, oh, mom? Is mom here? <laughs> so Patty, Patrick, that. Patty G. Okay. That Patty guy. G. Hey, you. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Patty G. Nah, I'm here for it. Yeah. I love it. So welcome. And what is Piro & Co.? We've got some swag on. We've got some swag displayed. What is it? So Pete, i tell you what. Okay, I'm just going to continue with what I was going with. So Piro & Co. <laughs> is a Southern Louisiana-inspired clothing brand. Uh, we sell refined casual apparel with an accent. This is actually uh, one of our newest shirts I'm wearing. So is Kate. So um, basically, we wanted to create a brand that is as rich in culture as the state it's inspired by. We're both very proud to call Louisiana home. I'm originally from the North Shore over in Slidell, Nick's uh, Tangibahoa Parish all the way. Um, we met at Southeastern. And um, even though I love to visit all over, I am happy to call Louisiana home. I don't think we'd ever live anywhere else. We love the food, the people, everything. So, um, so yeah, that's really where the idea came from is we just – thought that there was a need in the market for something uniquely Louisiana, not only for locals, but also for people who visit our state. Right. Um, because me personally, I'm in Florida a lot. I talk to a lot of different people and everybody either has Louisiana, specifically New Orleans on their bucket list, or they've been, and it's one of their favorite places they've been. So I feel like our brand provides something that they can take home with them as like a memory from visiting or yeah. a place they want to go. So. Yeah, and it's yeah. from outside looking in, you're able to get a little bit of Louisiana's heritage and culture exactly. all within the designs on the backs of the shirts. Yes. So I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, the iconic Louisiana blue crab. Yes. I, I want to, so let's go into that. How, I mean, how'd y'all get this thing started? Let's go back individually, though. What's y'all's backgrounds? Let's go before y'all met. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. yes. What kind of kids Pre were y'all? Pre-2012. Okay. Oh, where do I start? Hmm. <laughs> I Some people know. say the beginnings. Yeah, a that's a good start. place. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start from the, I don't know. Well. You, you take it away. Okay. Take it away. Like I said, I'm originally from Slidell over okay. on the North Shore. Um, and when I graduated uh, high school, I ended up going to Southeastern and I was just uh, involved on. That's what we were actually talking about on the way here. I have no idea how we really met because yeah, we, we were in completely have... different circles. Yeah. Um, we had actually one mutual friend. One mutual friend, but I was very involved on campus. I was an orientation leader, I was in a sorority. Nick was commuting to school because he lived in Hammond. Um, but he jumped in the mutual friend's car one day when I was in the car. And from then on, he... Wait, but it was a oh. little bit more than that. Okay, so, well... <laughs> okay, so the mutual friend, Elena, if you're watching, thank you. Elena. All these years later still. Um, the mutual friend we had has this, or at least at the time, had this bright blue Jeep. Like It was bright, like an ice blue. It wasn't on. a normal blue. Like bright blue rims, like 
it you stood knew out. it was her like like bright blue like everywhere everything yes. okay you knew so it, was it her. stood out <laughs> so here her car comes down i don't remember what the the street name was but it's coming down the way and i've always been a goofball so i jump out <laughs> in the street like just you know being stupid or whatever and i'm like just like in the way and she has to come to a stop and all of a sudden I wasn't planning on talking about all this tonight, but <laughs> all of a sudden I see this beautiful blonde girl in the passenger seat. I'm like, oh my God, like, who is that? <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't planning on jumping in the car, but I did. So I was like, open your door. And I jumped in and I just introduced myself. So <laughs> I love that. So you made initial contact. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't start dating for what? Another four or mm. five months. He added me on Facebook. I didn't even know that he yeah. had a crush on me or anything. The friend was like, oh, yeah, Nick has a crush on you. I was like, what? He's never even talked to me. How do you? <laughs> anyway, but now we're married. And um, yeah, here we that are, was, eight years that later. Was our... yeah, almost five years later. <laughs> the point is, that was our freshman year of college at Southeastern. So um, we got to enjoy the full college experience together. Um, we both graduated in marketing at Southeastern. I went back and got my MBA because I'm really weird and love school. Um, and nothing wrong with that. Barely, barely made it through school. <laughs> and you were in marketing as well. Yes. yes. Gotcha. He actually wanted to do film um, because he, he did that as kind of a, I guess, a passion or hobby. Mm -hmm. But then he realized he could use that as a skill in marketing. Um, and now we've just gone the marketing route with entrepreneurship. So I always knew. I want to do something myself, like create something, build something, do do something my own, like through my eyes, my own vision. And right. I never knew what it would be. I just knew it would be something. And uh, here it is. So specifically where Piro and Co. comes into play, we went on a vacation with friends to Martha's Vineyard, um, an island off the coast of Massachusetts. Yeah, this was in 2017. In 2017, summer okay. of 2017. Yeah. I had been before as a kid, um, my friend, Casey Ann, um, if you're watching, she had taken me before. So I had experienced it and I was really excited to take Nick because it's not pla a place that we usually visit. You know, most people go southeast. Anyway, so um, we went and I said, we're in Martha's Vineyard. We need to go to Vineyard Vines. It's something you do when you're here. Yep. This is where it never started. He never heard I never of have it. either to my parents. My, okay. my mom, my little sister, and my older sister all went and came back and got really? me a little hat. That's okay. the first I've yeah. ever seen or heard of Vineyard Vines. And yeah. after you see them, like you see them everywhere. You see them everywhere yeah. once like, you've heard of them. They're like sponsored or partnered with the NFL. Like That whale is awesome. everywhere. It oh, was yeah. in Target last year. So anyway, so I said, we're here. Let's go get a shirt. You know, this is an experience. And I, I'll let you take over from here. I feel like I'm talking a lot. <clears throat> yeah, so real quick to recap what she said is 2017. <laughs> that look. And 27. <laughs> I like, I have to be part of the whole thing or else like it doesn't count for me. So okay. oh my long gosh. story short, 2017, we took a trip with some friends, uh, Casey and Evan, shout out to y'all, uh, to Martha's Vineyard <laughs> and honestly never really even heard of the place, but it was a trip and I was like, yeah, like I'm down. So we go to Martha's Vineyard, discover uh, Vineyard Vines, the little whale. What did it for me was the fact that like we were waiting outside of the store, like there was a line just like full of people like outside of the store. And I'm like, what is the deal with this? And like people are like walking out with bags and bags, bags and, bags and bags of their shirts and like all kinds Stickers, of stuff. Everything. And they're like, some of the stuff people were buying are like $80, $90 shirts. Oh, they're and expensive. Like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Like it's just so cool that like this little whale, like this little logo, like everyone knew and loved and like anyone who goes to that area, like 
you can't leave without buying one. Like everyone knew what it was. It's this big national brand. It was the first time I was discovering it. And I was like, wow, this is like the coolest thing. And uh, I was like, we could do something like this. Like, I don't know what it would be, but like, this is just like so cool. Like what if Louisiana had something just like this? Hmm. So, so I just, so I just like didn't think anything of it. I like shrugged it off. I was like, okay, he's just, yeah. he's just excited because it was. I get a lot of ideas a lot. So yeah, he does. <laughs> I was like, you know, he's just excited. He saw the demand, you know, but um, we talked about it a little more that night, and we're like, okay, well, hypothetically, what could we do? Um, and I really liked the sound of Piro and Co. I just felt like it flowed really well. Um, yeah, she came, are... she came up with the name. I came up with the crab. Yeah. And we meshed the two together. Nice. So, Which, similar to Vineyard Vines, like Vineyard Vines has nothing to do with a whale. Yeah. To my knowledge. But, I'm sure there's some backstory. But, we, <laughs> but yeah. we did say that we wanted the symbol to be something, if it was going to be Piro & Co., it should be something that we could catch in a Piro boat, like in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we decided a crab would be a great idea for a logo. We threw a couple of ideas around, but mm -hmm. ultimately the crab's what we went with. And then, so that was summer of 2017. We didn't launch the company to everybody until November, November. of 2018. So, so y'all are still very, very new in this, yes. in the grand scheme of a lifestyle, of a lifestyle t-shirt company or very a, new. apparel company. Mm -hmm. yes. so you're still very new. Very new. Game. Yeah. Not even two years. Yeah. We didn't even tell our parents about the company until what, like a month before we launched. I think so. We want to make right sure like before. we were like going through with it <laughs> and everything. We took that time from like the summer taking that trip to from when we launched to just research, 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 mm -hmm. like research the market, research like what would sell, what wouldn't sell. Like this is a good idea. This is not a good Setting idea. Setting up a website, doing e-commerce, all that kind of Which stuff. Which is like so much more work than you can imagine. It is. Like and, until you do it, you don't realize like how much work he's, it is. He's always really enthusiastic about ideas, but my mindset was if he's really going to do this, then we need to take a good six months and we need to research every aspect of starting a business. We're not just going to jump in and then jump out later. And I think that really helped um, get us to develop it fully because he didn't have a choice. Like I told him we weren't going to go for this unless we were completely, you know, researched and everything um, in the market. So do you mind if I share a little backstory about like what it took to get to actually taking the steps i guess if you want um i don't know so at the say. same time i unfortunately uh had been in an auto accident not to my not my fault uh my car was totaled i had to get a new car bought a new car it's the first time i ever like had a note on a car usually we just yeah had our we've always bought, just like buy, outright yeah bought a this is the first outright. time i did that and she told me she said you know if you really want to start this piro brand and i, I want to know you're serious because you love to get ideas and you get excited and, and then you do something different. She sounds just like a loving wife. My yeah. wife says the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all can laugh at this. Uh, but she told me, she said, I'm asking you not to do anything with this until you take some time to think about it and definitely pay off that car first. Yeah. I uh, said pay it off. So I got the car paid off, obviously. Um, well, we're here, so. <laughs> literally, the money we made from our jobs, like, we we paid our bills, everything went to bills, we had a savings, like, you know, did the whole, like, traditional American The Dave family. Ramsey plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> and literally, when it came time to get a logo, like, I wasn't touching any of our household savings, I wasn't affecting any of that. Literally, so aside from that, we had $500 to our name to spend on this, and I convinced the graphic designer to sell me the logo for $500. 
and we made it work. And I don't know, I just thought that was a neat story. We would actually, uh, also aside from out from our jobs, uh, do anything we could to like bring in extra money. Like I would actually, right. we would sell Satsumas on the side of the road mm-hmm. in Pachatula. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah. my parents like beat up like uh pickup truck. Well, yeah, what's it? Uh, there's a term for it. Clunker. Clunker. The we had clunker. like we had like yeah. the, the family clunker that you used to to drive through the backyard. Uh, we would sell Satsumas out of that on the side of the highway, and that was that went into our logo money. So very nice, man. You had a little. What see what you could find and bootstrap everything as opposed to going and saying, "Hey, friends and family, give us some cash." She's like, "Hey, mom, dad, can I go pick some satsumas?" Yeah. Yeah. Or were they actually y'all satsumas? Yeah, um, they oh, were they, there. Yeah, our family. Yeah, family. Shout out to mom and dad too for helping <laughs> <a lot. laughs> Well, and that was the thing we weren't telling anybody about this because, like I said, I didn't want us to put a shirt out and be like, "Oh, we're doing this thing," and then six months later, it's gone. So, um, yeah, I think it was a month before we were like, by the way, we have this company we're launching probably in November. Thought y'all should know. We didn't want to uh, say anything until we were like, sure, like, yeah. okay, we're going to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you ha- it's, a, it's that fear of being rejected by the family before you even get the chance to get it off the ground. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because if you had come to them saying, hey, we got this idea, they, yeah. would, they could have the possibility of coming back and saying, ah, there's so many people doing that. There's other stuff going mm. and it's happening. Well, come up with it. You know what, Nick? You got a lot of great ideas. Come up with the next great one. Yeah. But and if the- you come back with like six months of yeah. research, mm. here's a logo. They're like, okay, you're serious about this. Yeah. And- six months later, I still wanted to do it. Yeah. That was exciting. So that was the good thing. He still wanted to do it. Um, we got our logo trademarked. So, you know, we made sure that the crab was secured and our logo was secured. Yeah, registered trademark. Yeah. So, um, so we took steps like that More before it even launched. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to get into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean, the, cr- the probably the most challenging thing about creating a brand instead of selling i don't know art or something like that is that we have to create the want and need for something that we created ourselves versus Mm -hmm. i don't know like we said vineyard vines a brand that's been around for over 20 years people know the name you know right so um so yeah like you said it would be very easy for family or friends to say oh maybe not i don't know it seems like a risk but the past two years have been have been really cool so it's been awesome it's really cool to do something like as exciting as this too, because it's like, it's not a serious job. You know what I mean? Like it's selling t-shirts. Fun. If you're if you're dead set and like so serious when you sell t-shirts, <laughs> you shouldn't be the one selling yeah. the t-shirt. Like the whole idea of the brand is like fun outdoors, like on the water. You don't even have to be on the water, but like right. it's just that vibe. It's like that Southern Louisiana vibe. It's it's just fun. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that I think that covers where we Obviously, where we came from. Yeah, if right. You, if you haven't noticed, like <laughs> I like I could tend to be a goofy guy, like a little, <laughs> like I don't take things that seriously. So it's a little bit of taking things not seriously is good. It's yeah. true. It it helps for sure. I, I mean, also obviously there are times to take things seriously, but oh, I'm more type There's, A yeah. and like organized, and he's more of the fun, creative one. So I yeah. think we have a good, um, a good mix. I think it's a good mix. I think it helps that it's a husband and wife duo. I think it helps that it's like, um, like female male duo. Like I feel like we both bring something to the table. So it's been mm-hmm. it's been really fun kind of doing this challenge together mm-hmm. yeah and that it that that it is a very difficult challenge especially <laughs> yeah. getting a lifestyle brand i dabbled with it uh probably a year and a half two years ago i had a lifestyle brand oh. called off the pier 
Oh, nice. really? And we had we had a few designs. We had a handful of designs. I think we ended up with three by the time it was done. It was a a um a shrimp boat with a sunset in the back and a nautical oh, cool. compass. Then we had a a red snapper design with a commercial snapper fishing boat in the background. And then we had a fly fishing for redfish design as oh, well. Cool. Right so <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the files. Uh, so, and then going to the trade shows, I mean, getting the brand off the ground, it's not like y'all, are y'all doing trade shows or y'all strictly doing a different avenue? Uh, initially we, we were planning on it. We were like, we bought this awesome, like, branded tent like it's pretty insane 2020 like, was going to be the year but covid kind uh, of unfortunately we really haven't posted much about it but like it's i'm not lying like it's just really awesome like logo colored like everything like really branded tent like yeah awesome easy up yeah and i don't know if we <laughs> used it like seriously like once we did we did one event at southeastern for yeah. the marketing department right. and um, it was when we put out our seafood boil design and um and that was really it. But yeah, this year was going to be the year. Um, and in 2021, we'd love to do some stuff with that. Even if we just do like pop-up shops in downtown areas and stuff, I think that'd be fun. But um, yeah, we've been just basically social media because mm-hmm. of COVID, you know, just having to adapt. Yeah. But that's my expertise. Like I've always been interested in social media um, from growing my own brand for my Disney lifestyle blog. And then before I did that, I was a marketing strategist at an agency. So I've always kind of had a background for social media and I love researching the changes that happen so often in social media marketing. Um, so I think that's worked to our benefit, but yes, we we do want to do trade shows and stuff in the future. Yeah, Like she was saying, you know, it's unfortunate with COVID too that it shut down that entire like opportunity Side for us it, this year. Yeah. But it's also, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but from a business perspective, uh, it's it has provided us a lot of opportunity. Being that online. we're currently only an online store, we don't we don't have a physical store. Yes, yet. that's true. Uh, in that sense, it's actually provided a lot of opportunity for us. Yeah, well, I mean, you've yeah. got like like Kate was saying, you got the social media that you can push and you mm-hmm. can get really dialed. I mean, if you're using paid ad spot paid advertisements, you can really dial it into literally mm-hmm. everybody that likes your page or friends of people that like your page. And you can get it so tailored exactly. that your click-through rate is going to be amazing because you have those statistics from the social media platforms. Yeah. That's by true. the way, if you guys see our ads everywhere. Yeah. That's him, actually. I, um, oh, okay. Yeah. It's- yeah, she's the social media one. And then I don't know what it was. It was one weekend she was like away or out of town. And that was my weekend to like really just sit down and like, Look into it. Yeah, try to figure out like Facebook ads and uh, Google ads. Like, I don't know. So he spent some time researching it. And that's the system we've been using ever since because we were seeing serious results from it. So Mm -hmm. um, it just goes to show you good ideas can come from anywhere because normally he'd put that on me. (laughs) (laughs) Normally he'd put that on me. And then he's like, let's just try this new method. And I mean, it's been working great. Mm -hmm. Every time we see people, they're like, we see you guys everywhere on social media. Mm -hmm. And Nick's like, that's me. Yes. Yeah, it's me working the algorithm. I dare you to touch our website. I dare you to like <laughs> one thing on Facebook. Like, no, seriously, check out our website. Um, but yeah, so. I love that. I love the the ingenuity of the two of you. That you're always like, no, we could hire somebody to do this, but we're going to figure it out ourselves. Yeah. You've got that kind of um, that mindset of, I want to do this. I want to do it right, so I'm going to research it and then jump into it and make sure it's done well. And clearly, it's been performing well. Yes, and I am the. I think that's a pro, but it's also a con for me because I'm somebody who 
I don't want to give the reins over. Like I'll do everything if I can. And um, we recently just started adding a blog section to our site where we do like Louisiana living post um, once a week. I don't know if you saw them yet, but basically we're covering different things you can do in Louisiana just to provide something different besides just apparel. And um, we'd been putting it off for so long and it's because I write, you know, I'm a freelance writer and I was like, I can do this. And Nick was like, you don't have time to do this. Like, if we want to do this, you're going to have to, we're going to have to find somebody. So luckily we had somebody in mind already. It's one of our really good friends who she's also a writer and she has a specialty in like things to do in Louisiana. So it's been really cool um, giving that over to somebody else. But I was definitely the hold up on that because like you said, I'm like, I can do this. I can do it right. I may not sleep for three weeks, but I can do everything. <laughs> and, and that's, our, and I don't say this to brag, but like, that's one downfall of us is like, I think that we're both like solution oriented people. So like, we know like, oh, I could just do it. I can get it done. Like, I know I can just do it. I'll get it done. Yeah. Whatever. And that and it's, cycle repeats. It's, and it's worked like, out. But... It's great. But also we have to prioritize, you know, you know where else is our time better spent so right and eventually when we continue to scale we can't we physically can't do it all so i think mm. that's going to be a hard conversation for me to have with myself about <laughs> handing something over it'll be fine yeah. it's like packaging <laughs> orders though too because currently it's just us and we have like a down to a science like a way we package every order like right. literally like to the detail, like the label that goes on the outside of the package is straight every time. Sorry if you ever got a crooked one. It's an honest mistake. <laughs> Me last but, night. Like literally we make sure the stickers like in the center when we fold the tissue paper, we make sure the shirt, the pockets facing nice, mm -hmm. label goes on correctly. It's all packaged like we have it down to like a science. So that's going to be eventually like eventually when that time comes. And it's easy for us to do that because it's our business. It's our passion. We're invested in it. We want to give that quality. But, you know, obviously when you add somebody else to the mix, it's very important to get that honed in for them as well. And they may not be as invested in those little details of making sure the label's perfect on the packaging, but that's a big part of um, the mission and quality behind our brand yeah. so everything we stand for is quality so right shirts high quality the unboxing experience is high quality we stand for quality yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> well and, and, I, and i get that and that's a yeah. challenging thing that a lot of entrepreneurs will face at the point of scale yes. is you're bringing somebody else in as as an employee mm -hmm. more times than not Rarely are you going to have people bring on a packager and then give them an equity stake in the brand. Yeah. You know, so having them come in as an employee, they're not as motivated, they're not as incentivized to go there because you're just paying them a paycheck. Exactly. Now, finding that gem in the rough is very challenging, but it's also very rewarding when you mm. do find them and you find that person that has enough energy and passion to match yours mm. that your company can then take off because they're taking the care of the packaging all day long yeah. yeah and then you're able to go out and network and get more things happening exactly you know look for a new space if that's the route you want to go talk to retailers if that's the route you want to go your time is then freed up at what can be done by somebody you can pay yeah. exactly you, know, you don't it, it you can look at it as what's more important and valuable to the brand is it you sitting and getting the packaging exactly right every single time to your standards yeah or is it going out and finding that next large step that exactly. next scalable mm -hmm. transaction you know mm -hmm. is yeah. it oh do we look for a space to start doing the packaging do we look for a space where we can bring stuff in what's mm -hmm. that next step where we feel is more important to achieve that high level of quality 
as opposed to having somebody come in, showing them how to do the packaging. And if every hundredth one yeah. <laughs> is not perfect, yeah. we can live with that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of that too, in my opinion, starts with having a great product. Right. Because I don't know. I, In my opinion, I'm confident to say that like we have an extraordinary great product. Like the logo is awesome. The name with it's awesome. We stand for quality. And I honestly can't think of a time we've ever got negative feedback in the last almost two years we've done this. And so far, to so your good. point, I think a, a large part of that is producing a great product. I right. feel like it's easy to get on board, easy to want to be part of a team and easy to like see that vision when it starts from the beginning of having a great product. Yeah. When you're shopping for the product initially before it even arrives, you're already highly impressed that the mm -hmm. box could come with tears and scrapes in it. And you're like, you know what? I don't care because I want what's in the box. Yeah. yeah. You know, but having that extracurricular of that box being so nice, neat, and perfect mm -hmm. it just adds that extra touch that people get really impressed by. Yeah. Yeah. And I, for me, when I see a new order come in and it's somebody we don't know, I get so excited because that's somebody new that has no idea what the unboxing experience is going to be like, what is coming with the shirt that they've ordered. They think they're just getting a shirt and, you know, we put the little lanyap in there. We write our handwritten card, all those things. And so I love it because it's a new opportunity to have a continuing customer. Um, mm -hmm. So, it's you know. Yeah, especially in a noisy market too. In 2020, everything's on social media. Everyone's trying to do something to stand out. And right. we felt like that was a great area to differentiate ourselves from other, you know, quote unquote, Southern apparel companies. Right. It's having that personal touch, like that lanyard that you, that you were talking about, Kate, is just so spot on. I mean, when, I, when you open the box and you look inside, it's just... It's it's like stuff after stuff after stuff, but it's like, oh my gosh, this is like thoughtful pieces yeah. and little tidbits, you know, getting mm -hmm. this Thank handwritten you. card saying, Hey, we're welcome to the welcome to the club, you know. Yeah. It's like, she welcome usually to writes Hero the cards too, by the way. I know it. I write some. <laughs> if I'm not there, who writes it's, the cards? It's huh? our handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. It's the if it looks the like a dude, yeah. It's a dude. <laughs> it's me. But yeah. and so having that people latch on to that type of brand and that owner oriented brand where it's oh my gosh i got a brand i got a card signed by like the founders you know having that is incredible and that you know translates from major top ceos talk about this within their own corporations writing handwritten notes giving them to their employees on their birthdays like there's i yeah. forget the name but there's a ceo that will write every one of his like two thousand employees a birthday wow. card every day like whenever their birthday is handwritten and having that personal connection to your customers is huge yeah. because then it's, you know, it's no longer just, Oh, I'm just wearing this t-shirt cause everybody's got this t-shirt on or I'm wearing <laughs> this brand cause everybody's got the brand. It's I'm wearing this brand and I'm living this brand because I like the people that are the brand. I like it for what it is and what it stands for. And it's not mm. just a bunch of, you know, 100, 200 random models they're paying. It's them. Mm, yeah. You know, you get to see that personal flair, which I love. Oh, that's that's really awesome. I yeah, love that. Appreciate it. We try to tell a story too with within the brand between Kate and I. So like, you know, if you've ever gone to our website or seen our pictures on Facebook, like ninety nine percent of the time it's like her and I in the photos. Yeah, so like, like we you said. it's it's just part of the branding process. Like we're in all the photos. Uh, I mean over time eventually that's gonna expand, but um I've just always believed that people like people because they can connect to people. Especially um, in this day and age, too. Yeah, especially now. And so we found 
some of our strongest customers, you know, order after order are people that have just met us through online. Like we haven't even met them in person, but they feel connected to our brand because they feel like they know us um, through our lives and our photos and everything else we do. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's really cool. Um, And I feel like that's been a great opportunity to separate ourselves from other people. Cause like I was saying in this day and age, like everything's automated, everything's digital, you like, you know, social media, like online. And we've kind of stepped away from that, like, human to human interaction and i feel like that's like a good example of where we try to like step out a little bit and you know differentiate ourselves yeah Yeah. but the thank you cards um i think that just comes with how we were raised i know i was always raised to write thank you cards for things um and so when we first launched our new mardi gras shirts because that's when we started having all the shirts in house beforehand we were doing drop shipping so it was getting sent straight to someone um we weren't touching the product at all um, yeah, i think that was what for two months yeah it was only two our months first three months yeah it was so brand new figuring basically, out you're still testing it out you want exactly. to market you want to see if exactly. people are going to buy this stuff you know you yeah. don't want to go buy a thousand shirts and then have five orders exactly. yeah, you already have no money at the time <laughs> yeah. of starting a business <laughs> right we're selling satsumas at this yeah. point like come yeah. on people yeah so so we um when we decided to make the leap to invest in the product up front we knew that the major pro of that is that we could do customization things like getting the little sticker for the tissue paper, adding the thank you cards, all that kind of stuff. We have the personal tags on the inside of um, all of our Mm -hmm. cotton shirts. And so that kind of stuff wasn't possible through drop shipping. And um, it wasn't scalable. So yeah, it wasn't scalable either. But I think that's when we decided these people are buying our shirts. They don't know who we are and we're so new. We need to do something to like make a lasting impression. And so we just started writing these thank you cards with our Mardi Gras shirts. That was in 2019. Which and I think we have one. With yeah, we us. do. Um, Actually, I don't know this if this is, is on camera, original. but I have some Mardi Gras socks. Oh, there you camera, go. So. Perfect. Look, you've got Mardi Gras socks. I've got some shark socks. Oh, nice. I got a pair <laughs> of socks almost just like that. It's Marlins. Marlins. No, are these? Yeah, these are shark. I think. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm all about the sock game. When's Peter? Yeah, when y'all coming out with, with some socks? So that was, that was on the list the for 2020, <laughs> yeah. but then COVID. You know, it's everything has been kind so of. So snapbacks. Yeah, snapbacks. That was on supposed the list. to be like two months ago. Yeah, we're we're working on it. We'll get it. We get everything figured out eventually. But this was our first like in-house design um we want to make sure it was a pocket tee Gotta i'm a go big for the pocket tees. yes pocket always. tees also, always this off-white color kind of gives you king cake vibes yeah we didn't want to so, go with a pure yes. white we did an ivory because we were like oh kind of king cakey absolutely um, you nailed it and then um it of course also has the inside label that has our logo on it. And then at the bottom it says Nick and Kate Killebrew of Louisiana. So we- um, That's a very personalized shirt. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so this was our first product that was done by us. Like we were packaging them ourselves. Uh, We do a few other things with Mardi Gras shirts. We're not gonna give it away because in a few months it'll be Mardi Gras season and we want people to experience it. Which is our like biggest season too. Yes. We, really? we always do really well in Mardi Gras. And I think it's because... People are here. No, and because 
we all know in Louisiana, it's not one day for Mardi Gras. It's no. a season. Yeah. You And you want to wear mm -hmm. something different to every parade you go to. So their thoughts are, oh, I, I could use a new shirt. This is kind of cute. So we, we do really well in Mardi Gras. Um, we're hoping the same goes for 2021. I know everything's kind of up in the air. But I personally feel it's not just parades. It's a vibe, you know? Like, it's a part of the year in Louisiana. So I'm mm -hmm. hoping... Anyway, so this was our first product. We did the thank you cards and people just really loved it. So we just, we haven't stopped. I feel like it's become a staple for our company now. All our reviews, that's what people mention is that personalized card. Um, so our plan is to keep doing that as long as we possibly can. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what better way to rep Mardi Gras than with a Louisiana branded company. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, a Louisiana branded company with Louisiana colors, it just, it screams Louisiana. It screams mm -hmm. Mardi Gras. Yeah. 100%. So, so that's how the, um, I guess the real entrepreneurship part of the brand got started was when we were like, okay, we're investing. We bought what we wanted to buy 50 of these. Oh yeah. This, was oh, this is funny. So this yeah. was our, like our first ever order, like actually like taking that leap to purchase inventory. <laughs> mm hmm. And we were going to do 50 shirts to start with that, which to, I guess may, like lot, may sound like yeah. a lot, but really when you break down the sizes, it's not a lot because you're like, oh, that's only like five small and maybe 10 medium, yeah. maybe 10 large. And like, you know, and then you got to size it out right. No, it's mm -hmm. uh, inventory for yes. branded shirts is a hassle. It is like I would go to trade shows with like 600 shirts mm. and I'm like, you know, because you have all the different colors, you have all the yeah. different sizes, the different colors and you got to have a box for the plus sizes. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, my exactly. gosh, there's so yeah. much that goes into this. When people think 50 shirts, oh, my gosh, that's so many. And it's like, well, it's yes, really not. you're thinking of 50 shirts in your size. Yeah, you know, we're thinking of 50 shirts in Six every sizes. size. total. Yes. So, um, so this was funny. So we were going to do 50 right before we were about to uh, pull the trigger to make the order. She was, she wasn't home. I think she was at her mom's house or something. And I called her and I'm like, babe, we're going to do something crazy. And she's like, Oh my God. Like, what? like literally you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. So like I said, we're going to do 75 shirts because we're going to sell them. I'm confident. Like this is an awesome opportunity. We're going to go out with the bang. Also, and if there was we don't, a price like, break. There was a price break to go there up. There was a price break. So, yeah, there was like 25 so and then it gets like what, 100. So, so mm -hmm. to sell me on it, he was like, we're going to sell them. It's Mardi Gras. It's going to do great. And I'm like, I don't want to be sitting on 75 shirts <laughs> in my house. Um, but they did. We, I think we only had like two left after oh after Mardi Gras. Yeah. We were shocked. What's really they cool too. They did so well. Uh, so this was in 2019 we're talking about. Right, right, right. Now, and we only sold those like during Mardi Gras. Like after Mardi Gras, we like, took the them off the few shelf. that we had left, like two, three, whatever, that's it. Like now in 2020, like we constantly still sell these things just year round. Because we Pretty thought, awesome. oh, it'll be an exclusive situation. Like the day after Mardi Gras, they won't be on the site anymore. So it'll give demand. But what we found with having customers in Alaska, Hawaii, Montana, everywhere <laughs> They see our website and they see we have a Mardi Gras shirt. That's what they want to order mm -hmm. because to them, that's what they think of when they think of Louisiana. Yeah. So, um, so like he said, we're still packaging Mardi Gras packages. And like I said, it's a unique way that we package those. Um, but we did two or three just last night. So mm -hmm. it just goes to show they're you selling. they're still selling. Yeah. And we have three different versions of this shirt now. So the first year we just had this. Now we have a long sleeve and then we have a purple version. So, okay. 
Now in 2021, <laughs> probably a few more options. We'll just back see, but... back to the 75 <laughs> order. Like that was a massive deal. We were crossing to get 75 our fingers. Shirts in. Literally now we get like over a thousand at a time on some stuff, and I'm like. Oh my god! Like there's just boxes like stacked up like <laughs> at Pironco headquarters, and we're like, "Jeez!" And then we—this is a whole other topic—but we quality check. We have like an eight-point system that like we quality check every single shirt. So now it's a lot more labor-intensive. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it because there is so so much customization with these shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, for us to have to just sit here and just check everything before we send it, it's so worth it to know when it's getting sent out. We know it's quality. Right. We know it's it's showing what we stand for, what we represent, mm-hmm. and we're proud to send that out. So, and, um, and you don't have to worry about it when you are sending it out because you've done your your quality control exactly when you receive the shirt. So when you're putting them in inventory, you're already checking them. So when somebody orders it, you don't have to be like, oh great, <laughs> yeah. this shirt's bad. This is the last one of this size. Exactly. Now we have to figure something out. We can confidently pull it right off the shelf. Yeah, yes. goes the packaging. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. Whenever we get a bunch of new stuff in, it takes a little while to get back to that shelf situation. Um, we got a, a bunch of products in the past two weeks, so that's what our current challenge is, is getting it all inventoried. But things like this, where it's already on its size shelf, it's so nice to just pull it right off and package it up. It's perfect. The little things. <laughs> the little things make a big impact, yes. especially with clothing yes and just inventory the sizes like you said and in two years almost two years we've really gotten a good mindset of what size amounts we need just from people buying and i remember when we first bought i was like oh yeah i wear a small so we'll need a ton of smalls and we Mm. will just buy like a ton of meat you're a medium we'll buy a ton of medium (laughs) we'll buy like one or two three xl one or two two xl now we know like okay we need like three to five smalls if this is a small order the rest of them we need like 10 of every other size Mm. because it's like our biggest size is our medium to even three xl like we have we have some people who oh, they yeah. they buy one shirt with us and they want one in every design and we are so grateful. The problem is we just we'll go to order and sometimes they don't have the 3XLs available at all. Sometimes they have one. Mm. With this shirt, the 3XLs sold out the same day that we launched it and I was on with our distributor that night and I was like, I need more 3XLs. If you see them in the thing, order all of them for us. Like we have we the them. demand because in other mm places they don't you know necessarily need the same sizing so he's like you may just want to get one or two three xl two xl and we're like no no that's a major you want to have every option in louisiana so oh absolutely it's been a learning curve but i feel like we're finally kind of mastering it um on our way to year two everything is trial and error Right. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Hundred percent yeah. true. It's even in, in any business and entrepreneurship. Yes. It's, you figure it out along the way. Yeah, you can spend your six months of doing research. Yeah, but until you call that trademark attorney and you say, "Hey, I need this trademark," then yes. you're like, "Oh, so we have to do all of this other stuff now yeah. too." Literally, like there's so many things you never think of that like need to be done until it comes time to being done. But it's, see, that's where Nick. Where start. That's where Nick is the definitely the more brave one out of the two of us because I used the research time as like my safe space of like we're not jumping into anything risky and then you know he's the one who's like okay I'm calling up the trademark attorney like we're getting this done and I was like okay well we're putting some money where our mouth is so it still makes me laugh so like 
again, like I, I'm a goofball, like I'm a silly guy. So like me being like all dressed up sitting in the attorney's office and we're like, oh yeah, talking trademark stuff. And I'm like, dude, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing right now. Yeah, bro. I just, I need it. I need it on this. I need it on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like what, what, do, what do you, where do I sign? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Take my money. But that's yeah. the thing. If it was up to me, I would have taken the safe route and been like, maybe not. But Nick was the one that was like, we're doing this. And I was like, okay, well, if we're doing this, we are going to type A, do this. We're going to do it the best we can. So, mm. um, something I'll say about us too, and, and not to brag at all, it's just fact. No, just, is, just brag. Bring it on. As like, bring, it on. bring on the humble brag. As fun or like goofy or silly or whatever, like we may be, like no matter what, like I think we're both great at executing. Like we, we can are. like be silly and throw around ideas, but at the end of the day, like her and I both know. Like I, I'm, I can't done. be, I'm not always that serious of a guy, but there's some things I am serious about and it comes down to getting things done. And I think her and I are a we great team each other out when really it comes well. down to like, Hey, this is the plan. This is our strategy. This is what we're going to do. And then we execute on it. Yeah. Right. And that's powerful, especially for a husband and wife duo. Cause sometimes it can, it can go the opposite <laughs> and you can butt heads. And I'm sure there are occasions there are when it happens. That we yeah, heads, two a.m. They yeah. tend to happen, you know. Yeah, I've, I've, your, stub your uh, toe on the table. You pack yeah. your order. Oh yeah. yeah. And then somehow you put the room. table there, so yeah. it's all your fault. Yeah. You exactly. You know yes, about, it's yeah. like you're there. you put the table there. I literally did. It's put like the table. you're there. He did. I come back and there's a table in the room. We can't even walk in here. But no, yeah, it's it's always important for us to when we get in those moments to just laugh say we love each other and just keep going because there's no point, you know, like we're in this, we're excited about this, we're, this is what we're choosing to do. So at 2 a.m., if he put the table in front of the closet and I need to get something out of the storage box, we got to move the table. That's, that's all there is to it. I usually it. have a reason for everything though. <laughs> she, it she, makes she, sense in your head. Yeah. Might, yeah. She might not understand it like in the moment, no, but I there's get a good it. reason it's why. It's a small room. We have a small house. This is the house we purchased in 2016 when he got his first job and I had just graduated MBA. I was getting my first job. So we, we are still out of that same house. Um, so it's tight quarters, you know? Yeah. No, and I, it I, is what it is. I get that. You've, you've got to work with what <laughs> yeah. you've got. Yeah. You know, and we you don't are. have a massive warehouse <laughs> yeah. where you've got a whole fulfillment center you can go to. Yeah. So what Sunday, you got makes yeah. it work. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Right now it's just our office space also into our living room. Yeah. So. Rue, our dog, will be thrilled. <laughs> There's shirts everywhere. Yes. <laughs> our dog, Rue, we joke all the time that she's like, more shirts. They just keep bringing more in here. Yeah. She's just making her way around. They never had these shirts, and now there's shirts <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what these are. Yeah. So, yeah. but So what's the timeline for Piro and Co.? I know y'all are both working the second job. I mean, y'all both working nine to fives. Yes. What does that timeline or that full leap look like? Is there a timeline in mind? Uh, I think the ultimate goal was three to five years in. I feel like that's a safe number. Um, but we do believe that um, we do continue to compound knowledge with time of running a business. I mean, we can look just at our numbers on our website, how much we've grown just in the past six months because we are really starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't have a time in mind but i i think ideally in the next year or two it'd be great i think definitely one of us will will stop working first and just do that full time but it'd be great i i guess in the next two years to both be able to do it full time yeah because that's i mean it's always a challenging question that entrepreneurs have to face is 
when do you make that shift? When do you make that leap? And you, you know, you go and have the conversation with your boss or your current employer, and you're like, look. You know, it, they always know it's coming when mm-hmm. entrepreneurs work for them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when, when an employer's got an entrepreneur on their team, they love them while they're there, but they understand that it may not be forever. Yeah. You know, and so when, when Nick or Kate, when y'all go there and you're like, hey, can I start working part time? Mm-hmm. You know, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Something's coming. <laughs> you know, if the second you start that, that, that first merge of like, all right, let's not all the way let's get our you know let's get up to our, our knees or our shins in the water let's mm-hmm. not dive in just yet yeah mm-hmm. you know because we've been got our ankles doing both jobs but yeah. when we get halfway in there <laughs> yeah. you know then it's like okay and then when you get to the part-time then it's just i feel like that's the the easy transition of you know however the long time it's frame is part-time yeah. it's like, okay <laughs> no i see what we're doing when i'm part-time mm-hmm. let's go all in and you've seen that success happen like you said over the last six months Mm-hmm. but it's always you never know when it's the right time yeah yeah I'm, i won't we haven't publicly said numbers yet or anything we might do that at the end of the year just to show our growth but like a good example uh we started this company in november of 2018 mm-hmm. on black friday yeah Big so from day. that was a good day to start the company <laughs> yeah, exactly right <laughs> november 2018 through December 2019. So, so over, yeah, over, over, a year, over a year, like 14 months. months. I'm not going to say numbers yet. We'll eventually get to that point. We did over that in less than 30 days this month. Wow. So, For that entire 13 month period. That entire period. 13 months, you did it in 30 days. Yes. Yeah. So we, I love hearing that. Yeah. So we've, I'll, I love I'll show you the numbers after the show. But yeah, we, we have already done over what it took us 14 months to do. We did it in less because than Because we're figuring it out. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit when we first launched in November of 2018, it was mainly his thing. I still was not fully 100%. I was doing my writing stuff. I was traveling a lot. I was like, if he wants she to do really this. really had to make sure I was serious. I was, like, I was like, if he wants to do this, like I'll share his posts, whatever. But when we made the jump to investing in the inventory at our house, making shelves to where it was going to sit, we didn't want it to be sitting on the shelves. I I jumped in and I feel like us taking it on together has been huge um, for growth because it's a lot easier for us to hold each other accountable. But this year especially, um, it's just, it's been, I don't know, it's just something about it. We've just been figuring it out and so far it's on the up. Um, we're nowhere near where we want to be, obviously, to be able to quit our jobs, but it's... Right hopeful you know from what we've seen in the past 30 days so yeah and i always remind her like this isn't luck i mean maybe one percent of it's luck but like it's just everything compounds like just because it took you like six months to do x amount in sales doesn't mean you're gonna it's gonna take another six months to repeat that like your skills get better your products get better you your customer market everything expands gets better so like just because it took you six months or a year to do this amount doesn't mean it's going to take that same amount of time to do that amount again. And f- factually looking at our analytics, like we've proved that. So yeah. like it, I, yeah. it's hard to explain, but. And I'm, I'm pretty fortunate because I have a little more flexibility with my schedule. So I think that's helped a lot too. Um, 
I'm starting to take two weekdays a week off plus we have weekends so I've been I've been working 40 hours wherever I can so I can get those two days a week where right. I can focus on the little things like packaging so at night we can strategize new products you know plan marketing that kind of stuff and um, so that's why I feel like it's more likely that one of us eventually moves to either a part-time job or full-time Piro and Co. Um, because I already kind of have that flexibility and we're mm -hmm. very fortunate for that, I'd mm -hmm. say. Um, yeah. I think that's been a big part yeah, of it. There's a lot of year. days that I can't get stuff done because I'm focused at my work. And As so you should it's, be, yeah. It's, right. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice to have her home. As he is yeah. all the time yes. at the <laughs> office. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I, I hate to be that guy who's like, hey, handle this, handle this, and just delegate, delegate. But it's nice to have her home those two days to where when I am like busy at work, I can be like, hey, can you handle this for me, please? Like, I really just don't have time. And before it. I was always like, I need to check with Nick before I do anything. But now I've kind of taken it to where I'm like, I know what he wants. We want the same thing. I'll just do it. I don't need to bother him. He's at work. He has, you know, he has his own stuff to handle. So all of that came with time, I think. But yeah, and yeah. It, it'll continue to compound, like Nick said. It'll compound <laughs> yeah. on itself mm -hmm. over the course of time and get to the point where you're doing things without even really, you know, thinking about it or batting exactly. an eye. You know, like that 75 order has now become so small to you yeah. that yeah. it's like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter, <laughs> you know? But over this time that y'all been doing it, y'all been, you know, for two years or so, I'm sure y'all have learned very valuable lessons. And so mm -hmm. as we starting to wind down the show, I like to ask, what are some lessons that y'all have learned along the way? Uh, wow, I'd say a big one is patience. Yes. Uh, Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me personally, being like in the entrepreneurship journey, especially again to this in this day and age, and you follow like all these like big gurus. Like I love to follow Grant Cardone, Andy Frisella, Ty v. Lopez, Gary V, big name guys. And it's really easy to be starting out in your own business and to watch them. And it's like, it's been four months. Why am I not making a million dollars yet? Uh, and throwing Especially the towel. Especially social media, you know. And social media. Yes, that is. Th that's a whole other podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. that's I'll a come whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back and I'll talk about back. that. Yeah, I, I would say a big lesson we've learned is just trying to master patience. Yes. Actually, a better way to put it is aggressive patience, and that means putting your head down and being aggressive in your day to day. Like I got to get these five things done or these 10 things done. That's going to move me forward in this mm -hmm. business, but also being patient to understand it's going to take time to do that. So as long as I put my head down and work and grind and do what I need to do every single day, that's going to get me one step closer to where I need to be one year from now, two years from now, three years from now, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I think patience. I think my biggest lesson would be similar to his in that you just need to focus on yourself focus on your brand, focus on your own progress. It's very easy to see people's um, highlights online, you know, of what they're doing mm -hmm. in life. And I, I learned that from doing my uh, stuff for my lifestyle blog because it started from nothing much like this. And you just have to focus on getting where you want to go, your own mm -hmm. goals. And so I think we've put that into play for Piro and co. So we always say, just keep our head down, keep working. And, um, and so far it's been, it's been working so far. I think the only other thing would just be, um, I don't know how to say this, but just gratitude, having gratitude for like the little things, mm -hmm. because, one of the main things about the growth for our company has just been all of these people that have come through the woodworks and found mm -hmm. our company not having known us in any way. And they're like 
so purely loyal to our brand and they're so excited for every aspect of this growth and they feel like they're a part of the journey and they are because we wouldn't be where we are right now without them. Um, so I, I really always try to show just so much gratitude for all those people because their investment in our company and them putting their name, like putting our name out there is why we're progressing. So. And you're a great example of that. Yeah. Actually. So, really? Yeah. You received one of our products. I did. I'm assuming that you thought it was great enough was to have fantastic. us on this show. No, absolutely. So that's a great, this is a great example of that. I feel yeah. Like. I, I think I clicked like one time and then like you said, I got in that, I got in that funnel and I was like, man, it's never bad stuff. Yeah. Oh. It's never bad stuff. <laughs> you. Like I, you can always say, oh, this stuff is great, but it's like, no, like it's never bad. Mm -hmm. We like, love to hear you that. You know, when you see it's never bad, it's like, okay, then that means... <laughs> Even on the worst end, it's still not bad. It's still yeah. great stuff. Yeah. So yeah, no, I've I've loved the products. I love what y'all got going on, and it's just an amazing thing to see a husband and wife duo at such a young age come in and be like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw this into the market. We're gonna put our you mm -hmm. know put our skin in the game and see what we can do." Yeah. So I love that. Um, what do y'all love most about Louisiana? Oh, there's so many things too. Let's narrow it down. I feel like, like food is an easy, an easy one. Yeah, but food, as yeah. somebody who I know I've only named this five or six times so far, as someone who goes to Orlando a lot, um, I go every Mardi Gras, like since I was eight years old. I'm 27 now. We've gone every Mardi Gras. And from that young age to now, when you're there Mardi Gras week, it is all Louisiana people. And I love it. I was there this year with friends who are not from Louisiana, and they just loved how friendly everybody was. They loved seeing all the Saints, LSU, Mardi Gras gear. Everybody's so friendly. And that's one of my favorite things about Louisiana. I feel like we're just such a friendly state. We live up to that Southern hospitality. Yeah. And I'm always so proud to say I'm from Louisiana when I'm visiting anywhere because mm. I feel like our state has made that name for themselves and people just feel good about themselves when they visit. So that's yeah. my answer. <laughs> my, mine's a pretty broad answer. Uh, it kind of sums up everything in one, the culture. Yeah. yeah, culture. So, man, it's really hard to find like what we have here in other places. Right. Uh, again, to, it kind of wraps it all up into one, like just the people, the hospitality, like she was saying, food. the food, the music, like, I don't even know, just the vibe. Like it's... yeah. There's something about this place. Yeah. There really is. It's it's a small little state at the bottom of the country, but everybody's either trying to visit or they've been and they loved it, left yeah. a little piece on their heart. And I love that. I love being from here. Yeah, it ain't perfect, but it's home. So. Yeah. <laughs> that, <I laughs> That's perfect. That phrase, which makes it perfect, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one final question for y'all. What can I do to help? Um I could write down a list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a huge help right here. Any any promotion we get, any chance to get our business out in front of new people is huge. Mm. Um, we've been big on, obviously, on Facebook, like sharing. Um, yeah, I'll say, I'll speak to you and to Facebook at the tribe too at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you can speak to them. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for Patty G, uh, number one, a huge help, at least when it comes to like, social media facebook free help yeah uh is inviting all your friends on facebook to like our page like that is a huge huge help it's probably one of the it biggest goes things you can such do. a long way because you have to think 
every person on Facebook has at least a hundred people that we don't know at all that would mm. never know of us. And right. them even just clicking over to see, oh, what did I get invited to? They may not even like the page, but mm. they may end up seeing it again later and deciding to buy. So, um, so I'd say I tell everybody, invite your friends to like our page. That's the biggest one. I will do the same for you, Patty G, because I am big on that. It's, it takes five seconds, but it goes such a long way for somebody who's trying to build something. Absolutely. Um, and it's free. And it's free. Yeah. It's free. That's my it's, thing. It's, it takes you F like two R -E. seconds. Yes, it two takes seconds two seconds. If you're not sure how to do it, send us a DM. We're happy to walk you through it. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. But yeah, that would be number one for any brand online. Um, and just thank you for having us on the show. If you yeah. ever want to have us back, that would be a great way to help. Maybe in a year or something. Like, we'll do like a year yeah. recap or something. Because <laughs> we've got a great conversation in the brewing that yes. I, can, I can sense about social media yes. and entrepreneurs. <laughs> mm -hmm. That yes. is a topic that needs to be addressed it does. in some way, shape, or form. We'll address it with you. Yeah, let's come back. So then we'll, we'll schedule round two after this. We'll <laughs> okay, put it perfect. from a year from the day or something. Yes, I love <laughs> that idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I've enjoyed getting to know y'all in the little bit that we've had so far. Yeah. I can't wait to see where this goes. So thank y'all so very much for thank coming you for on. Yeah, us. thank you. And sitting here for however long we have and enjoying some uh, and killing some brews. Yeah, yes, killing some brewskis. Killing the brews. <laughs> Absolutely. The brews killing some brewskis. That's it. And thank y'all, Facebook yes. and everybody listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening. I really appreciate it. I know the guests do as well. So if you're listening to this, go and check out Piro and Co. Go and check out Nick and Kate, what they're doing. They're killing some brews. Um, <laughs> and they're also just doing a great thing in the community. They've got a great brand. They just promote Louisiana in a way that is unique, their own sense of flair, and the quality is unmatched. So go out, check their page out, like it, invite your friends, and check out the Patty G Show while you're there. Yes. If you're yeah. listening to this, you probably already are, so thank you for that. But share the post, share the page, and check out who we've got on. Y'all, thank y'all so very much. I'm Patty G, signing out with the Patty G Show of Piro & Co. with Nick and Kate. Y'all have a good one. I'm a simple